What's up, everyone? It's your boy Yeezy with episode number 34 of your Defenders League podcast. Today we have a um, special guest, Mr. Kevin Riley, uh, coming to us to talk more about his Browns, his beloved Browns. Uh, we're going to talk some football, maybe some UFC in there. Um, but most of all, we're going to have some fun. So enjoy. <laughs> Good. I'm angry. I have myself a glass of wine, marinating some chicken. So, oh, perfect. So you're doing this <laughs> while you're barbecuing. Yep. That's awesome. Oh, why not? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I figured a little glass. You know. Oh. Maybe two. Yeah. With with uh, chicken. What kind of wine you have? In red, white? No, nah, white. I think it's like a. I think it's like a Moscato. Oh, Moscato. Okay. Yeah. My wife, my wife loves Moscatos. Yeah, it's not bad. Megan had it around the house, so figure. Okay. So, a lot to talk about. First of all, let's talk about. I know it's going to pain you a little, but let's let's talk a little bit about your uh, playoff experience this season. Oh my God, it was real quick. And so, what do you do? You think if uh, because the standard ESPN. Um, Turn uh, uh, playoff is you play two weeks and the combined score wins. Do you like oh, that or do you like a single no. elimination? I like single elimination and I cannot stand um, winners of their um, division. I hate that. So if you oh, win your division yeah. or your top two in your division, um, right. I just don't think that's fair. Um, just for the, you know, it's not like the NFL where, okay, if you have a crappy division and they make the playoffs, all right, well, it is what it is. You know, this is fantasy football. Some skill sets are different than others. You know, it's, we're supposed to have fun. You don't want to make it unfun. The whole point of fantasy football is to look forward to it, not dread um, where you're at. So I think it also um, – it works better because you, you can't blame something. So, for example, my division – all four – there's five teams in each division. Four teams in my division made the playoffs. Wow. So my division had the top four teams. Wow. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's good because – it's good and it's bad because if you're some divisions and you're trying to scrap up and try to get maybe fourth or even a late third, you're playing your division twice. And if they stink, you know, that's good because you're playing those people twice. It was tough for our division, like my division, because we were beating the crap out of each other. But inevitably, you know, fantasy football works its way out, which I'm, I'd like to talk about yours. I am so confused how you lost this week. Oh, don't, don't change the subject <laughs> on me here. <laughs> but no, my, you know, I, I got into, I think the last time we spoke, I was on a losing streak. I think it was two and four or something like that. And then I rattled six wins in a row. You did. That was an awesome. That was incredible. Yeah, I rattled off six wins in a row. I was plugging and playing. I picked up, I picked up Ronald Jones, put him in the flex a couple games. Uh, Crowder was doing good on my flex. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I started Kirk Cousins. Oh, that was a couple. Incredible. Yeah, a couple games here and there. So I was plugging and playing, and you know I got my way to third, to third place. So, but I played 
Mr. Dripset, and his team is just absolutely ridiculous. He's got Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Eckler, um, yeah. Waller. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has half my team. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so I ran up against him, but he put up a 158 points. I put up 126 respectfully. So at least I had a nice showing, but um, yeah, you know that's just how it goes. But I love it. Yeah, you know, with my uh, this week, it was my mistake. Um, I've I've been playing the games. Uh, usually throughout the week, I've been playing the game, but I, I picked wrong this week. You know, I had, you know, I had the choice between Josh Gordon and uh, Brissett, and I kept Josh Gordon. I was like, you know what, Buffalo. You mean Josh Allen? Josh Allen. I'm sorry, Josh Josh Allen, yeah. Um, oh, he picked Josh I, Allen, yeah. Hm. Yeah. I thought he would, you know, get a, a few runs in against that Baltimore D. Um, and he didn't do terrible, but he didn't – well, he did terrible. He gave me 10 points or something. Yeah. So that was a mistake. And I made another mistake by um, – instead of Eckler, I, I didn't put Eckler in. But who was I going to take out? Fournette, Kamara, or – or uh, Aaron Jones, and I was who's, made, who's your flex? Aaron Jones was my flex. Ooh. So what am I? You know, I was I was actually thinking about keep taking Kamara out because they were playing the Patriots. Okay. And you know, maybe if it was a regular season game, I might have done that. But how can you do that, man? How can you take, sit Kamara when you have Kamara? I agree. I agree with you. Right. Uh, believe me. I lost to Eckler. He was in Justin's flex position. Yeah, I had I've had uh, Eckler in my flex position all season. Now, he, would you have won if you started Eckler? Actually, no, because uh, okay. he, the other team um, ended up putting up you know probably the best game of his life. He had he scored uh, about 180 points. Oh wow! Yeah, so that that's very rare. Wow, first round of the playoffs. Did yeah. You do that. Yeah. Wow. So wow. uh, him and uh, it looks like Anwar. So we're gonna have a new champion this this year. So, oh, that's very cool. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, either Anwar or Sweepers. Oh, nice. Yeah, I gotta. I'm buying the uh, the trophy. I'll have to give you the website if you guys ever want to do it. I'm getting a trophy for my league. Like, yeah, I was the last to, podcast. I was supposed to do the belt last season. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they have the belt too on the website. Yeah, I'm gonna do the belt after this belt's season. Cool. Though. I'm not gonna do it this season. I'm gonna wait. Well, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do it this season. We'll see. We see how it yeah. I did. I did end up winning like five weeks. So you know, I did. Oh my season. lord! Yeah, but but um, yeah, that's true. But there's nothing better than winning. You know, first in your league, fuck, fantasy football. It's nothing like winning fantasy football. I know, I know. I like it, man. I would. I was doing so. I was eleven and two, man. That's the thing. That's okay. See now, in my league, the top dogs one and two they're in the championship. So, you know, their teams are just ridiculous. It, my, what I'm trying to say is my league evened itself out. It, it fell naturally where it should go. I hate what happens, like, to you. Like, you got a solid team, and then literally a guy rattles off 180 points. It's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. were well, you projected to beat him? Yeah, totally. <laughs> he, he played two tight ends, George Kittles and Zach Ertz. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. Ooh, crazy, right? That's yeah, all, that's all right though. He, uh, he, he, you know, he drafted that way. Um, I don't, and and 
you know. Um, he had some good players that ended up coming on. It's, you know what sucked is he scored a lot of his points from DeAndre Hopkins and um, uh, the quarterback. He had that stack, Deshaun Watson. Okay. So a lot of those points came in garbage time because they were, they were being smashed. They got smashed by um, uh, Tennessee. Or is it Tennessee who they played this week? No, Tennessee played Oakland. Who did he uh, play? Uh, he, um, oh, God. I'm trying to think. Well, anyways. They, was it Indianapolis or no? No, no. It, it, Indy played Tampa. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, um, you know, whoever they played, uh, Denver, Denver. It was another upset. That's right. That's Denver right. Was, okay. they, they smashed um, Houston from the beginning. It was like 20, yeah. you know to zero or something. And so a lot of those points came in the second half, you know, the, the tail end of the third and um, most of the fourth where it didn't even matter, but they were just racking up yards because, um, you know, they already had the game won. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucked. But you know what? Congrats to the guy. He, uh, it was a good game. I like, that's what I love about fantasy, man. You can have number one all the way and then some nine and Five team, nine and four team is going to come in and take that top spot away from you. You just never know. Yeah, that's true. I like the fun. I think and what you've done all these season, like a little bit of plug and play, and that's pretty much what I did. That's the fun stuff because yes. the, the, the thrill is getting to the play. See, to me, getting to the playoffs is a thrill yeah. because it is the fight every week. Who's your matchup? You're always – you're betting on these individual players and – you're like you're you're going with the matchups. You're looking at all the uh, the stats and and you're trying to put yourself in the best position to win playoffs. Like you said, anyone could win, but the fun is definitely getting in know, there, getting into playoffs. Like look at look at the guy who who just upset you. He squeaked in at four. Yeah, you know he 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 did. He he squeaked in at four, and that's what happens. And you know you got 180 points, which is crazy, but yeah. It'll be upsetting. I think it'll hurt more. This is just me if I was in that league. If he loses next week and he doesn't put up even like 120 points and it was just a fluke. Right. That would hurt me. Right. I mean, well, Philly, uh, Philly is playing <clears throat> at the um, another ba- – oh, I think they're playing Dallas next week, aren't they? Who are they playing next kind of week? Um, but he has Ertz and he has the 49ers. Um, tight end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they, they've been, I mean, they put up some big numbers for him this past week. Yeah. No, that, that they definitely, Kittles is just a, an animal. That play where the three guys are jumping on him and the one's holding his face mask and pulling at it and trying to pull him down. Right. During the game, you know, he, he's a beast. I can't get over San Fran, Jimmy G. Sandra, yeah, so that's the next time. That's a good segue into oh, the next topic geez, I wanted to talk about. Can we is, talk about Mr. Zach Peck, please, for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll bring him on one day and we'll fucking blast him about it. When and he said that, I, he went on record saying they don't seem like, uh, oh, what the heck were they at the ten time? Nine. Was yeah, it 10 and, ten and two, ten and one? Yeah. When he said that, and you're like, well, what do they look at? Yeah, you know, like middle of the pack, whatever. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. I'm disappointed in him, but, you know, 
But you know what? I I, I will be I will be the first to admit I did not think that the um, the Forty ers were going to put up forty eight points on the New Orleans Saints. I really yeah did. you know that yeah especially in the dome too. And I think they broke a record for opposing players. Uh, excuse me, opposing team putting up that many points. But San Fran is is rolling. They are they are. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, um, you um, know they're going to go to Super Bowl. I just don't know. The AFC is so competitive right now. Um, I don't know who's coming out of the AFC. I feel like crapshoot right now. Okay, I mean, so so let's go let's go to the AFC. So your Browns are not looking too shabby. They're not. Um, the brownies. Your your Brownies, who's won two in a row. Um, we're six and seven. Yeah, six and seven. We could finish nine and seven. Um. The division is shot. There's no way that we can take the division from Baltimore. Right. Um, we could technically beat Baltimore again. We beat them in Baltimore. We can beat them again in two weeks in Cleveland. We have Arizona next week. So if we finish nine and seven, I'll be happy. At least it put us in contention. Um, I was talking to uh, uh, Justin about the brand. And he was like, well, you were hyping them up. You said Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah, that's the initial hype. But we went, <laughs> we, we went seven, eight, and one, okay, last year. Mm-hmm. And that was in the middle of a transition between a head coach and offensive coordinators. And, and oh, you got to admit, you got to admit Kitchens has to go, though. I don't think he has to go. I think that's the problem with the Browns. <laughs> we, don't, we don't let things marinate. Like, we don't, we don't let things... I literally have a record uh, a podcast prior with you where you're you you wanted Kitchen's head on a platter. Well, yeah, you know, you know, a little angry here and there, but you got you got to think big picture, and that's what I'm trying to think. I'm trying to stay positive through the season. Like, did you? Uh, he just is making rookie mistakes. Obviously, you saw the did you see the pic uh, the picture of him with the t-shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> That he didn't start it. Started it. Yeah, Pittsburgh started it. Yeah. Now the backstory to that picture, because I was curious. I'm like, what, his, his, why would he be so stupid? But I guess his daughters bought it for him. Right. Right. And he wore it to the movie theater. Right. And I guess he somehow he had to run outside or run to the car or whatnot, and the, he didn't zip his jacket up while it was during the movie, so he ran out. And then I guess someone spotted him and said, "Oh, you know, Freddie." you know quick picture he said of course and that's how the shirt was then seen all right but you know that is a rookie rookie head coach mistake i think baker went through his sophomore slump um you know he 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 went through a sophomore slump they came in with the eyes on him obviously everything they do if you think about it if the browns go nine and seven that's a win for the Browns organization. Oh, I hate whenever, you know, everyone's saying they got all this talent, whatever. They're still the Browns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we're going, you know, 0 and 16, 1 and 15, 3 and 13. Like, and oh, 9 and 7, we're not happy with. 9 and 7 is very season. respectable. Yeah, you know, and of course the hype is great with OBJ, but. You know, Landry obviously is the is the dominant receiver, but I know you say OBJ is overrated. 
Over- because well, of one- I did not, well, hold on. I did not say he was overrated. I said that one catch got to his head and it blew him up to propor- proportions of, you know, this great, great wide receiver. And he's been pretty much just average. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, I, wa- I watch all the games. He, um, you know, he obviously gets double teamed a lot. Pretty Always. much all the, yeah. you know, all the entire game. Always. Um, which is also good for other receivers. And I feel like that was the magic of last year was Higgins was getting a lot of play, uh, a lot of touchdowns last year because, one, no one knows who Higgins was. And he was open and they were playing on the seat of their pants. Now it's kind of like, all right, we know you got OBJ. We know you got Jarvis. And Joku we had in the beginning of the season. We got these big power players and these defenses would get ready for him. And I think rookie head coach, he didn't adapt well. That's what you can tell. He just doesn't adapt well. And when you see, and I said on the podcast last time, Baker is great when there's a solid pocket, but it's double tight end sets and it moves. The pocket moves. Those are the best. And that's like Seals Jones. He lit it up when Njoku was out. Harris lit it up. Um, that's what they had to get back to. And look at Nick Chubb, another thousand yards, silent thousand yards this year. How did you know? How did uh, Njoku do this weekend? This past weekend, Njoku he only had I think two, two K. He 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 didn't have many. It was quiet. I liked him uh, coming in uh, for fantasy sakes. I liked him as a as a tight end. Um, I was hoping to pick him up as a tight end. Um, for my fantasy team, but you know, after he got injured, I was like, "Oh, good thing I didn't." Yeah, no, he yeah, he only had one catch. I remember when I watched the game, they were like, "This is the first time he he caught the ball." But like Seals Jones caught the ball a couple times. Um, but he, he's a big red zone target too. They just, I really do hope they settle out, they settle down, go nine and seven, put their stuff together. OBJ, stop crying, and just go to the off season with a winning record and go to the back to the drawing board and just build off of what you guys, what, what they have. Nine and seven is not a lose, you know? Oh, that's it's a win. The Browns. Yeah. yeah. The Browns. When was the last time uh, the Browns ended with even 10 wins? I mean, obviously they're not going to get 10 this season, but. Oh God, oh. 10 wins. I don't even know. Ten, well, the last time we were in the playoffs was 2002. And then. How many wins was that? Oh, God. Was that with, like, a losing record? No, 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 no. We were actually good. 2002, we – I think it was – who what? the heck did we play? Oh, we played a game – our the playoff game we played. I can't remember who it was. It was a high-scoring game. Um, the quarterback? Oh, God. What was I – I was – 2002? God, I was nine. Oh, and you were nine? That's the last time the Browns yeah. were in the playoffs? You're kidding me. Yeah. That was the last time. Look it up. 17, 18 years. Almost 18 years ago. Yeah. They, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Let's see. Because it's going to bother me who they play. Because it was a high-scoring game. Uh, Pittsburgh. Was it Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. It was a what? Yeah. It was a wild-card game. They were 9-7. Yep. 
Butch Davis they, was <laughs> They only had two winning seasons, 2002 and 2007. Tim Couch was the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, man. Jesus, he's, he's out of uh, Kentucky. I remember him out of Kentucky. He was a big boy, too. Bernie Kozar. Bernie Kozar was probably the last time before this that <laughs> they went to well, the playoffs. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, no. Uh, oh, God. Derek Anderson. Oh, no, no. That year, Derek Anderson, they had a winning record. But Tennessee had the tiebreaker against them. And Tennessee won. I'll never forget that. That's where Derek Anderson, I think, made the Pro Bowl that year as, uh, as the Cleveland quarterback. Dude, that's, en- that's enough about Cleveland quarterbacks. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's just – I've never heard of these guys. No, I've heard of them, but – Let's talk about the NWO getting uh, inaugur- uh, inaugurated – not inaugurated, but uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, Wrestling Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how does that work? How does that work? So does um, all – so anybody who's ever been part of the NWO um, is part of the Hall of Fame now, or is it just the, the group NWO? I think it's – well, if I said NWA, that's my bad. NWO um, – NWO, the New World Order. It's Hulk, Kevin Nash, um, Steve, uh, oh, my Lord. Now I can't think of the guy's name. I literally just lit Ray, my mind. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, and then the other one with the curly. He's got the curly Q in the front. Well, I can't think of his X-Pop. name. Was it X-Pop? Mm-hmm. So I think the four, the four of them are in. How about um, Sting? Sting was part of the NWO. I don't I think either Sting's in already or. Well, he's probably in on his own. Yeah, probably. And uh, I well, remember. He, he, he didn't. He was part of the NW Wolfpack. You remember? Yeah. You know about that Wolfpack. That's back in the day, man. Yeah. You brought it up. That's WWE. That's WWE. The NWO Wolfpack? Was that WWE? Or was that East? Uh... No, I think the whole NWO thing wasn't that a NWA like wrestling or what? WW? No. No, w- it was the w- WCW. It was WCW with Eric Bischoff and all them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How, yep. Did, how do we get into? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw. I just saw an article the other day, and I just wanted to shout out. But um, okay. Sorry. But fan, fantasy football. But fantasy football sucks. I hate it. Um. You hate it? I love. I love it. It's just my cross to bear. You know. It's just. So what are you gonna do now? Are you guys still um just? Are you now just gonna just score? See what you can get. Your highest score is the rest of this. Uh, yeah, like, I'm probably not even gonna, well, no, you know me, I'm gonna look and probably plug and play and uh-huh. try to beat my one buddy, but I'm just excited for next year already. I know. Okay, so maybe it's a little early for next year, but, nope. uh, Never would, too early. You, who would you pick if you had the number one? Oh, Christian McCaffrey, man. McCaffrey. Nice. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Think about it. That's what we should do. That's what we should talk about. If we had to draft again, who would we pick? Like, pick first. Would, number like, one would be Christian McCaffrey. Hell yeah. Yeah. If, if I had the number one this season, that would have been my first pick. I'm not even joking. I would, I would yeah, have I, Saquon. I agree. I was on record in a text message for my uh, league saying – if 
the guy who has first pick Saquon, he's an idiot. Yeah. And my buddy was like, who would you pick? And I said, McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yep. He's just so good. Yeah. Yep. You know, like he's just he's an, he's just good and the volume he gets right. is ridiculous. That's, that's, you know. You know what? I you know this season my record, I do have to um explain this away is that thank goodness Ezekiel Elliott um held out cuz I may I was on the verge of picking him number 3 ahead of <sighs> Hey, you know, I had I had the the devilish four pick this year. That that oh. evil number four. That anyone who picked fourth this year had the had the hesitation, or I should say, the opportunity to possibly pick Zeke. And I went with D Hop, but I think I did the right thing. Oh, you definitely. Oh, you definitely did the right thing. The only pick you could have done better in that in that wide receiver area would have been Michael Thomas. Yeah, that's yeah, but you know Michael Thomas did get hurt. You know he did get hurt for what was out for two weeks or something like that. So he was, but then he obviously went on goes off on tears and he's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, number one pick Saquon. Yeah, you're. Right. Yeah. You know, I think I think it was because. Um, he was used so much last season and the amount of volume he got. Um, and then, you know, they figured with, uh, with uh, Danny Dimes coming in, you know, the media hyped him up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Well, I, you know, he, he obviously is a strong running back. He, he obviously, he can, he's great hands and um, he, uh, he's a great runner. But, you know, it is also the Giants. Right. But, um, Danny Dimes, though, you know, I, I think that's a solid um, – I think he's solid for the Giants. They just got to give him time to – I agree. To grow, you know, to grow. But, you know, everyone's into rushing things and whatnot, like Cleveland with, you know, Baker. They're like, oh, is he good enough? Or Kyler Murray in Arizona. Like, look at, look at Jimmy G. Like, come on, man. No one knew who Jimmy G was. No one unless knew who Jimmy were, G was. Yeah, unless you were a New England fan. Like, come on, man. Like, no, no, no one knew who he was. And then when, you know, Tom Britton, the whole talk about is Belichick wants um, to trade Tom Brady because, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, then everyone's looking like, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's this Jimmy Garoppolo guy? Oh, look at this. And, and then they trade him away, and then Kyle Shanahan gets a hold of him. Oh, yeah. Like, it's great. How, I think I said this last podcast or one of the podcasts about how crazy it would be if it's Patriots, Niners, and Jimmy G, they win the Super Bowl and Tom retired. Yeah. Pass the torch. Yeah. Boom. That was – those Tom were my exact – those were more, the, my exact thoughts too. I was like, that's going to be such a great storyline if that happens. Um, exactly. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think the AFC Baltimore Ravens are, are playing so hot right now. But you know what? You can never knock – you can never um, count out Belichick and Brady. Especially yeah, 100%. Yeah. In the playoffs because, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'm going to be rooting for the uh, um, Niners, and I'm going to be rooting for New England, um, which is going to make my head explode because – 
my favorite quarterback going against my favorite team. Yeah. Is that your wife calling? You need to answer for your wife? I don't know who, who that is. God. <laughs> Are you um, screening your calls? They don't leave messages then. <laughs> oh. who, who uses the phone anymore? Like, hey, you know, it's cheaper on your cable bill. Yeah, that's stupid. All right, let's pause this real quick. You want to pause it? Yeah, pause it real quick. All right, hold on. Hold on real quick. All right. That's your wife uh, telling you. Um, she's she's telling me the food, the, food better be, the food better be done when she gets home. <laughs> so we we were talking about how my head um, is yeah um, you know if my favorite quarterback plays my favorite football team um i don't know what i'm gonna do that's kind of like a you know the torch being handed down you're right that's what i'm saying it's the to- it's a hundred percent it's a hundred percent that you know oh also, yeah, speaking of passing the torch, I love Peck's um, shout-out to Tua, how he thinks the Pats are going to draft Tua. He's going to basically redshirt it, and then he's going to start in 2021 for the Pats? Yeah. 2022? Yeah, that's what he was saying. That'd be great. Why, but why, why didn't they do that with Grapp? You know? Why didn't they do that with Jimmy G? Because Jimmy G was worth worth a lot yeah i guess his contract was up huh and i'm trying to think what the hell did they get for jimmy g and didn't they just win the super bowl so you know like if you think about it the patriots know what the hell they're doing they know what they need and that goes back to your point of the patriots in the playoffs right they know it's just one game that's it no they're not planning for the season they're not planning it's one game, and they do, they do it the best by taking away your best player. And they're just they, – look, like, look at the Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl with the Rams was just a defensive battle, and everyone thought the Rams were going to run all over them with that offense. But they didn't. Their defense, I got to admit, came on towards the second half of last season. Because in the beginning, there, you know, nobody was talking about New England defense, and in the end, that's kind of what won the game for them. Won the yeah, for them. yeah, yeah, and that's what really kickstarted them in the beginning of this year was their defense. Like, I don't know what you did this week with your defenses, but or your defense, excuse me. I didn't start the Pats this week. I was like, I'm not, I'm not touching that Patriots game, I uh, I put Minnesota's D in and I got 16 points, which I was happy about. And I think the Patriots only got, I think, nine points, eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. I put – I actually played um, Green Bay's defense and got like 11 or something. Oh, yeah, not bad. Yeah. I didn't put in New England's defense. Not this yeah, week. Not- yeah. Oh, they yeah, got I, I, you couldn't play him. Yeah. Um, so, okay, speaking about New England, um, what do you think about the whole, you know, taping? Of the I ba- saw an article about it today, but I didn't read it. So 
maybe if you if you, did you read it or like do you know exactly what's going on? All I saw was something about there may be they have uh, a scout was shooting a documentary, but they were in like the press box hunting. So right. brush it out for me. No, it was like so basically they were filming. You know, um, you know now they're saying things. You know, and this is the media, right? We don't know exactly what's what's really come out, but yeah. So you you know the gist of it. Uh, you know, they got caught. Um, and they were like, no, this wasn't to, you know, for any football, football operations. It was for, you know, like a, not a, uh, like a video. Um, I can't think of a word right now, but a documentary, let's say. Yeah, documentary. But it wasn't yeah. really for the football game. And then now there's reports they're saying that they had, you know, New England guys make sure that there was no, you know, new, go in with media con- credentials. And if, you know, if you have a, a Pat's jersey on or anything, you know, insignia, you know, take it off. Make sure you're not wearing anything. Like, they're making it very oh, insecure. Wow. Hmm. So, but we don't know. We don't know if what's true and, you know, what's what's just media, you know. But then yeah. what is happening. And really, what I don't understand is can't, can't they just watch the game themselves and watch the sidelines, like, I mean, you can do that every game, can't you? Yeah, that's true, yeah. But imagine watching it with – or I'm trying to – or no, that, yes, however, say you're in the other person's press box, the other team's press box. Things that you look at and you interpret on the field may be different than the other side. Now the fact that you have that insight of how that other side is looking at it, you get in now – into their strategy, how they're looking at it, which in turn you can use that against them because at least you know now where their mindset is. You and I looking at it, you know, in fantasy, you know, for we'll tie back into fantasy. It's like, oh, just get him the ball more, get him the ball more. Or this guy, you know, I hope he doesn't get the ball more, things of that nature. But when the – or take it outside of fantasy. Oh, the defense is killing them. Or this offense is on fire. Um, and if it's safe, it's a close game. Uh, you know, the 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 left side linebacker is killing us. Um, the free safety is locking up our tight end, something like that. Or or locking up the tight end like a Gronk and, um, oh, Lord, who was he from Seattle? Oh, Lord. Are you talking about tight end? No, no, no. no. The sa- who was the big the- oh. safety? Oh, safety. It wasn't Earl Thomas. It was the other Wagner, one. Wagner, uh, Robert, uh, Bob Wagner. Uh, is it Robert Wagner? No, Cam Chancellor. That's who it oh, is. Oh, Cam Chancellor. Okay. So it was like Cam Chancellor takes ten. So we're looking at that. Yes, we're, we have a little bit more insight. But imagine listening to Seattle. Like, man, they're thank God Cam's locking them down because they're killing us on this end. And you know, the Pats might think, oh man, they're really locking us up really well, but. Seattle's really talking about shit. We're, we're, we're running really thin here. Thank God Cam's doing a good job. So I, I think to an extent, if you're able to see into or know the state of mind of your opponent, I do think that is a little messed up. I, I, well, that's I just think, how I feel I think, about it. I think what it is is they're not, you know, they're not worried about the actual gameplay, but the Pats were recording – were the signs, the signals, the defensive signals. 
And so what they would do is they would match up the defensive signals because, and then, and then they have people watching on the sidelines what they're throwing out and writing down what they're throwing out. So let's say they're you know, signaling for a certain type of, you know, 3-4 defense or 4-3 defense or whatever defense that they play, right? Or a zone, you know, uh, or if it's a blitz or if it's a zone. And you, and you know the signals before, um, you know, the game, that's a huge advantage. If I know yeah. that signal means, um, you know, we're not, it's a fake blitz, you know, just show blitz, but, but um, drop back. And you know what I mean? And the offense. I agree. That. Yeah, that's, I mean, the whole point of football is, you know, the play calling. So if you know, yeah. and okay, but at the same time, is it cheating? Right? Um, yeah, I think, though, if they had to cheat to figure out the signs, that's different. But if they just are so smart that they just figured out the sign, to me, that's the game. You know, if you're, you're throwing these signs out, why, why are you making signs in the first place? To disguise your play. Hence, because you can't scream on the field, we're going to run left. So you disguise it. Right. But, but if the other team is smart enough and you're dumb enough to use the same signs or your tendencies are very similar, that to me is just good game planning. If, you know, the guy taps his nose 15 times, and that means run to the left. <laughs> and every time he touches his nose 15 times, it's run to the left. To me, you know, you can't blame them for doing their homework and paying attention. Right. But you know what I love, right? I love um, uh, college football. I, for I forgot uh, what, what team it was. But they were throwing up signs. Uh, they actually had, like, photos. You know? Oh, yeah. They had that stuff all the time, yeah. Right? And, yeah, but, but they got smart because coaches were figuring out what the signs were. Yep. Probably doing the same thing as what New England was doing. So now, instead of having one sign, they have two people going, you know, and then, you know, you're probably going to have to go three at some point, right? It's the, ch it's the chess match, you know? It's the chess match. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's screaming, let, you know. Yeah, you're 100% correct. It's like screaming at the line of scrimmage, left. But you <laughs> tell your whole team, anytime you say left, that means right. Like, it's it's all it's all about that. I don't know. I'm interested to see, but I'm a I hate when teams are on top or even just people in general or whatever it is are on top and then things like this come out because it hurts the the awe. Yeah, yeah. It hurt, wow. Yeah, exactly. The integrity. You know. Right. I don't know. It just well, it's like come on, like the the Patriots dynasty is ridiculous, but it's like oh well, it's just flooded with these. You know, conspiracies and all that. Right. Because they've been cheating. And to be honest, man, um, they did do – I think they've been doing things within the boundaries, maybe, you know, pushing the boundaries. Um, but in the end, it's a game, right? And if you're playing the game better, um, you still have to catch the ball. You still have yeah. to run with the ball. You still have to avoid injuries. Yep. Play the game right so yeah. yeah but you know there are people who are going to argue oh no no it's a blemish on their record now but i don't think so right you are uh, looking forward to any games this weekend 
Um, yeah, Browns, Brown, the Browns. Browns in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? High scoring? That'd be nice. What I'd really like to see is Baker just light it up. Like, I'd really like to see a high, you know, high yardage game, high volume game. I just, I just want to see him light it up. Like, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for that game for him to go, oh, it's there. Because he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks. However, the issue with him right now is hesitation. That's his big – it's killing him, which comes with chemistry, lack thereof chemistry. But um, that's why you can tell he's off target. I just really want them to finally click because when they can click and Baker can put the ball in these windows, oh, it's awesome. It's like look at Lamar Jackson. I was, wa- I was watching it the other day. He fumbled the ball for the first time. Literally went up to all his teammates and was like, the that's my bad. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. Right. And, like, and what did that team do? No, we're good. We have you. We get their chemistry is there. Right. You know, that, that chemistry is there. Everyone keeps saying Lamar. He's not a po- uh, pocket passer. Chemistry is there with his receivers. He took the doubters and was like, oh, I'm not a pocket passer? That built my bomb between me and my receivers to go out and show everyone I'm a pocket passer. So, it's a little, it's those little things of motivation that can create chemistry. You know, comp, you know, friend of the, my friend is my friend. What is it? My, the friend. Oh God. Too many glasses of wine. The, the wine going. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I don't even know what I was going with that. <laughs> I love it. The wine's kicking in. <laughs> oh God. But my, my point is this. Conflict brings people together. It can give it brings people together in a negative way, but also positive. It, it builds strong bonds. That's what I'm hoping what happens to the Browns. That's definitely what happened with the Ravens when they kept making fun of Lamar, saying he's not a pocket passer, he can't right. throw the ball, he's not accurate, he run he just is a running back, you know, and he proved he's proven them wrong. But yeah, Lamar's been uh, one of the most efficient of of all the quarterbacks, um, yeah. especially in passing because he. He does, you know, he does make less – he does throw less passes. Uh, yeah. Less attempts. You know, I think he's, like, at 347 as compared to, like, the number one guy that goes, you know, attempts, like, 500 passes. So – but when he throws it, he's efficient. So – Yeah. And, you know, and that's why – like, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning didn't have a, a cannon, but he got the ball to where it needed to be. And he had good chemistry with his receivers. And that's all you need, you know? Right. Oh, I just would like to also make a comment that you are officially the Peyton Manning of fantasy football. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. That's, I love that. You literally are phenomenal during the regular season. But as soon as those playoffs come around. I love that Nikki Glazer. Uh, out right there. Oh, like, oh, God, that bit. What, what is it? You're the... You're the Tom Brady of commercials. You're the Tom Brady of commercials, like the greatest. That cuts deep, man. That cuts deep. And um, oh, what's that? What's that white supremacist girl? No, she's not a white supremacist. But um, Ann Coulter, what she said. Oh my God, did you hear what he? What she was saying about Ann Coulter on her own? No, that lady's scary though. The line that killed me was she said, "The only Mexicans that you make happy are, are the ones that bury you when you're dead." Oh my God, she, she's a savage, ruthless. Like I said, she's coming to Tampa Theater. I think in March. 
I think March. I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, she's good. She got a podcast too. Uh, it's on Sirius, but like I said, I was watching her on YouTube. She's pretty funny. Yeah. I be- you know what? I think I almost want to get Sirius just to listen to her. Yeah. I, th- I no, think I have a crush on her. All right. Easy there. But but she scares me because she would just, you know. <laughs> if, you, uh, if, you so have Netflix, if you have Netflix, she, uh, her special's out. I saw that. Netflix. It was hilarious. Yeah, it is pretty she's funny. Like of, yeah, she'd be like one of the guys, I think. She's yeah, like, she's cool. pretty. She's pretty cool. She's pretty out out there, like honest about her her life and stuff like that. She's pretty cool. But yeah, what? Speaking of podcasts, so I was listening to Joe Rogan's today. He's and, awesome. Uh, oh yeah, he's the Godfather. And um, it was him and Brendan Schaub talking about Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone, uh-huh. the fight, the UFC fight coming up. The new one, yeah. They say it's a it's a good one. I'll probably listen to it on the way to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's a, it's a good fight. They talked about it for a little bit. Um, it's a good fight. You know, it's a good money fi- fight for Cerrone. He finally earned it. He always was, and and this uh, they kind of talked like this that uh, Cerrone was always company man, and he was. He really is. Well, he is, I should say, company man, because he always was like quick turnarounds, like Brendan Schaub was saying. Um, he would fight on short notice and he would do everything Dana White would ask. And now he's finally getting this money fight. Uh-huh. Um, you know, cause everyone wants to fight Connor because it's the money fight. Who cares about titles anymore? And that's what Joe Rogan was saying. He's like titles don't even matter anymore. Wow. Like, it's all about the money. Wow. But, you um, gotta, but you know what? At some point, at some point you, the title needs to, um, validate the money though, you know, like Connor, you know, isn't the money guy because, you know, all of a sudden he was a champion. He won, he, he worked himself and fought everybody and beat these guys and became champions and stayed champion for so long. That's why yeah, they're money fights, right? So he was the champ champ. Yeah. He was a double champion at one point in two weight classes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He, he, he yeah. That, you know, and then, and then he crossed the aisle a little bit going to boxing with, you know, money. Yeah, Mayweather. That was just, uh, I don't know how to describe that. It's just silly, man. It was just that was a weird. That was a weird thing. It was like, is this really happening? Um, it was I mean, weird, but I'm excited. It. it was great. I I, lo- I I laughed the whole fight. I'm a Mayweather fan, a hundred percent. I just am. Yeah, he uh, he's smart. He's the smart. he doesn't get hit. He doesn't get hit. Yeah. He can probably yeah, he doesn't. He can probably go for a few more years, but um, you know, well, maybe not because uh, he's he's his mid forties now, I think, right? Yeah, he's old. He he's definitely yeah, he's old. I thought he, I don't know if he signed or he was gonna sign another two year contract with he HBO did. or or three fight contract. I can't remember what it was. I heard that. Um, I don't think he should though because the one thing about boxers is when, once you if you're one of the speed guys. And because, um, and like, I'm not an expert or anything, but I've been around a lot of boxers growing up in Hawaii. Um, mm. And when you do a, when you're a speed guy, and age catches up, you're not faster anymore. So you better a have bulked up, right? And learn yeah. to, take, you know, learn to take more hits, or b you better hang up your gloves because you're gonna get hit a lot more. Um, because yeah. Once age catch up, so it catches up to you, man. Father time. Yeah. Father that's time. it. Father, that's it. Father time. And your chin isn't what it was, you know, when you were younger. But 
I'm interested. That's what we should do with your podcast. We should start turning it into like major sporting events. All kinds of sports. Yeah, I love it. I just need, you know, like what's hard is getting like a lot of like right now it's just us. It's for my fantasy team. But I would definitely like to do more things with sports. Um, Yeah, maybe do – I know Joe Rogan and them, they do – while the fight's going on, they do a podcast where they're just drinking, shooting the shit, and they're watching the fights. Maybe one of the fights we'll have to do that. We'll have to uh, get the fight, shoot the shit, have a podcast while we're doing it. You gotta see, we got to set up a, um, um, a private area with the round table. You know, I like it. Have you ever seen um, KD's um, – oh, I forgot the name of the show. But it's just a round table with everybody, and they're just talking about everything. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool, too. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, and especially yeah, with the personalities that have been on this show, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll get everyone together. We started with football, and now we're, we're on um, UFC, boxing. I love it. But so tell yeah, me. Yeah, we can so, talk about everything. Yeah, so let me, let me ask you about uh, Baker Mayfield, okay? So yep. would you put him – I, you know what? I think he, he could probably be a starter. In fact, I'm gonna, I play daily fantasy, and I know you don't play that, but um, I'm <laughs> probably going to play – I'm probably going to put Baker Mayfield in as a starter. Uh, I don't see. Feel my team. In fantasy, I couldn't do – he was too much of a liability. And look, he played Cincinnati, and he only got 12 points or 11 or something. Right, he is, but he, Arizona's pass D is non-existent. I think they're number 32 – DVOA in uh, against the pass. So I don't know, man. And I and I love the him. Frame to blow up, he'll blow up. In this one, I, like I said, I love him. But for fantasy, you got to play smart. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him in. But I want to get into that. Well, no, my wife will probably kill me if I get into daily fantasy. Is she is she home already? No, she's she's slowly coming home from saving all the sad animals in the world. That is but, awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. She, uh, what I, oh, when I said to her, I was like, oh, I made the playoffs. She goes, okay, how many <laughs> weeks? She goes, that's great. She goes, how much? I, I told her how much. She goes, okay, you better win. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That, that's a lot. You should probably win. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll try. But, uh, as you, you know. You'll try. Like, honey, yeah. I'm going to be on the field. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, you know focused, and I'm bringing this home for us. That's all. That's all that was cared about was the how much. And once she heard the amount, she said, "Oh, okay, yeah, you got it." I'm not. I'm not joking. Literally on Sunday, I watched the Browns game because I'm you know I get to watch my Browns game, right. and then I watched Tennessee Oakland because I had Derrick Henry. Normally, I'm not allowed to watch the other games, but this week we both were watching that game. <laughs> wow. Because I have Derrick Henry. <laughs> does she have uh, more appreciation for the fantasy football thing now? She, she does. She, she, she hates when it comes draft time. And, like, uh, she hated actually – I had to say this. This year she's been super cool about it. But she hated last year when I didn't have a constitution. And my, I'm not kidding. Ye, my uh-huh. phone was getting blown up every night by someone, one of the owners. Uh-huh. Of the you know league talking about collusion, talking about this isn't fair, talking about now that I got the constitution, no headaches, nothing, not one single complaint this year, nice. zero. Um, so she hated that aspect of it because I'd always be like, ah, you know, I feel bad for this, blah blah. Right, but right, 
But now I don't have to. It's out of my hands. You know, everyone knows the rules. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna she, do. I'm gonna do that for our league this season. You should, man. You should. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you my constitution if you want to build off of it or you know whatever. I, that's what I did. I went online and I found a guy. Just duplicate it. Yeah, it, you, literally, I found a guy's online. He put it up. There's a ton. The way he had it was really nice and organized in a Word document. And I just plugged and play. I took out what I wanted. To, you know, their their uh, pay structure was different. Um, so I just changed that up. Playoff structure was different. But um, but there's rules in there. It's cool. Like, you have two backup commissioners. God forbid I go out or something. You know what I mean? If I'm on a stranded, you know, I'm stranded on an island somewhere in a Wi-Fi. So it's cool. It has all those safety things built in. And also clean-cut rules that no one can argue with because it's very simple. If you do not agree with them, you just don't play. Right. But if you play and you start drafting, once you draft your first player, you're locked in. So that's what's nice about it. And I, I, we have to have a special weekly provision also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They, they actually had that in the original document I had, but obviously I took it out. But, yep, they had that. And it was, uh, it was pretty cool how they had it too. It was like every – they had to be oh, – what was it? It was like – Every Wednesday uh-huh. before the Thursday night games, or, or just every Wednesday, that's what it was. Every Wednesday by, say, 5 p.m. I can't remember the time. It was 5 p.m. Uh-huh. If people didn't pay up, uh-huh. it's an automatic loss for the young. No matter what they score, they're, they lose that following week. Wow. That's and I get and – that's, and that's because the issues with other leagues that come up of – you know, people don't pay, people don't pay, right. and then they'll win a week, and they're like, well, where's my money? It's kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just no matter what, everyone's held accountable because we're all adults, you know, and you don't want to go chase some money. That's not what it's all about. It's not about, you know, you're not a bill collector. You just right. want to have fun, play some football. Everyone's in agreement, you know, budget out your money correctly, and you go from there. That's great. I like that. I'm going to implement that next season. Because it is a, a severe consequence. Feel like that's too severe, but you're dealing with people's money. Absolutely. If you, if you think about it, no matter how much it is, or even just the principle of it, you're dealing with people's money. You, it's we all agree the on the principle of it because you know it's not like it's big money. You know, it's not like yeah, it's yeah. money. It's just the. It really is more the principle of it. You know, it could exactly. be a dollar. It could be a hundred dollars a week. You know, and it's like, come on, man. That's the whole fun of it. That's the whole exactly. fun of, you know, fantasy football, weekly fantasy football. And that's exactly. Why, yeah, that's why I think DraftKings and uh, that FanDuel, I think that's why those do so well because it takes that um, out of it. Out of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I like that because I, – and I put in our constitution in, in my league, you can't draft a player unless I have your money already. It just it's done. So the team will go on auto draft, and for the rest of the season, that team will be auto packed. I think it's like auto. It goes auto draft, and then the top projections get plugged in. Because I don't mess around. I'm not. I don't do that. I'm missing money, money. Because and, and think about it. You make an investment in the beginning of the year. Thirteen weeks later, that money's you don't even care about that money you just invested. So what you what you have now at the end of the fifteen weeks, if you win it all, you know that's straight profit. But imagine 
you join a league and your commissioner says to you, uh, you know, you wait, you know, 15 weeks went by, you know, I, I only have half, you know, it's like, what's oh, the point? No. Yeah. No, you know, what, what's the point? Cause that takes the fun out of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because then there's nothing at the end of the rainbow. There's nothing. Yes. You are the fantasy champion, which is bigger than money. But for some people too, it's right around the holidays. That's really nice. You know, get a little, little holiday bonus. You that know, would be nice. That would have been nice. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, it's just one of those things that, and we can end it on that note is that fancy football is about having a good time. Yes. The money's great, but it's about having a good time. And like I said, I can't wait till next year. Absolutely. And thank you on that note for coming on. I know you got to get to your wife. I appreciate it. Yep. Chicken's done. And, She's pulling in the driveway. Perfect timing. And, and you know what? You can uh, tell her, listen to, listen to you on the way home. I will. I'm going to tell her <laughs> I'm going to listen. And also, shout out to Zach Peck, who made the most egregious uh, statement uh, I've ever heard in my entire life about the 49ers. Thank you. I still, I I still can't it. get over that comment. Um, however, the Tua comment, I'd like to see play out. I'd like to put a little money on that. Maybe like a couple Sprinkle bucks. Some. Just, just because I think that's a very interesting hot take, but we'll go from there. So thank you, Yee. I appreciate you having All right, me. brother. Thank you again.